Hello everybody, this is Michelle with Mishmash. How's everybody doing today? I hope good, I hope wonderful, I hope excellent. I'm not even gonna get into how I've been doing. <laughs> <clears throat> There's been a lot going on, like a lot, and well, let me calm down. Stuff has happened and it's just the whole thing and that video will be coming. I recorded that video three times okay two times i just didn't really like certain things of about it whatever and then once it like absolutely perfect and, <laughs> and i didn't have fucking sound hopefully this one does um but i was like i'm not even gonna get into it right now because i wanted to talk about the whole teal swan documentary thing which so good so juicy um, so that's what today's episode is about. <clears throat> now, I, I feel like I say this for every, everything I end up watching where I'm like, I did not want to watch it. I had no intention on watching it and I don't, like before the documentary, I didn't know anything about Tail Swan. Of course, being in the spiritual community, I've heard that name, um, multiple times uh, and I'm not gonna sit here and say I've heard it a lot I don't think I I guess I'm not in those circles whatever that is I, I don't know because I don't watch her stuff um, so I, I didn't really know anything about her um, it's funny because when when they went to her website or went to her YouTube on the on the documentary, I was like, "Oh shit, no! I did check her out once because her name kept coming up, and I was like, who is this Till Swan? Let me go check her out.' And I didn't. I it didn't resonate with me. I didn't really want to look at more. I didn't. I don't think I even clicked on any of her videos. So I truly, truly do not know anything about this woman other than what is presented in the documentary. And to further <laughs> like everything I say is a huge grain of salt because I don't fucking know I am not coming from a knowledgeable place um I didn't know I didn't check out her videos um after the documentary and I did want to see her responses for to everything but um I just did <laughs> I didn't look I didn't look uh because I mean to be perfectly honestly perfectly honest I don't care you know um but I will say my opinion on that whole documentary or on her specifically opinion about the documentary is different than her as a person I don't know this woman okay documentaries are very edited obviously they 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 have an idea of what they want to say and what view they want to have and then they create that view so you know <clears throat> even the best documentary is gonna be um fuck what's the word it's just not gonna be accurate you know um there's gonna be a slant to it um so i don't know she could be a great woman she could be wonderful. I don't know. I don't know her. Um, but the documentary. <laughs> okay. So the documentary takes you through 
uh, talks a little bit about her life, introduces you to Teal Swan. Teal Swan is a kind of like self-help question mark? I will say like a spiritual leader. Um, yeah, because I feel like self-help is more like this is something you can do on her own. She's more like the vibe I got is kind of like you can't do this without me. Again, editing, I don't know, but that's <laughs> how it came off. So I'm like, I don't know who she's really self help, but uh, definitely a spiritual leader uh, who, of course, has gone through shit. We've all gone through shit, and especially if you're into spirituality. Um, I don't know. If you're into spirituality, you probably have been through some shit to get to, to that place, so you know. Uh, she's had a very rough childhood and lots of trauma in her life and was in a very dark place because of it, wanting to die and all of that. And, um, she meets Blake, who was her boyfriend for a little bit, and then just kind of around as a friend, I guess, <laughs> a really good friend. And, um, we kind of see her rise, you know. Uh, to making YouTube videos and helping people and, and into these big ass fucking conferences to um, workshops that she runs uh, this retreat which again is very common in the spiritual field and <clears throat> I, I was like do I want to get into this right now yeah let's I've never been really a big fan of the retreats and this is something for many reasons okay I don't know that might be hyperbole but <laughs> one of the reasons uh, one of the reasons is they're always super super expensive okay and I know this is a big thing in the spiritual community because in the spiritual community you're kind of really in the business of helping people that's the whole point but also you have to live now, yes, everybody needs money. No one's denying that, but I'm just like, why does it have to be so much? You, I guarantee that you can help people at a reasonable fucking price, especially knowing that most people do not, ha do not have the type of money that you're asking for, for stuff like retreats and readings and you know whatever because there's like you know these readings can go for like hundreds of dollars um these retreats go for hundreds of thousands they it, the, this shit is so fucking wildly expensive and it's like okay but this is about helping right or it just does not come off like you really want to help people if it's for um so much money it seems like you're really about the money um and i've just put so much thought into this so much thought into it and i've gotten messages from my spirits about this because i'm like you know especially wanting to get into the business of spiritual whatever you know just doing this podcast i'm like how do i feel about making money off of helping people and 
I think I shared the download I had in one of my episodes, which it was just kind of like, you know, I'm try I'm gonna try to remember, but this is like years ago. <sighs> yeah, the analogy that came to me was like if you're if you are um if you're buying something you can go get the free shipping. You're gonna get your item anyway, right? But if you want it quicker, you're gonna pay for the express shipping, right? And I was like, that makes total sense. <laughs> that makes total sense, true. Like, yes, you're gonna get the lessons anyway in your spiritual journey, but if you want a quicker route to learning lessons, um, figuring out stuff, whatever, yeah, then, you know, classes and all this other shit that costs money, readings, whatever, that helps, uh, you know, it's just gonna get it there quicker, and yeah, you're gonna have to pay for it, but I just really, really heavily disagree with how fucking expensive things are in the spiritual realm, realm, <laughs> in, in the spiritual community, it, it's, I don't know, I just feel like it's immoral, Honestly, um, you need to eat, so do I. If you want to help, then help. Don't fucking take from people to that degree. You, I, especially, like, these people, they're always talking about manifesting, manifest, manifest. Um, then manifest more money, bitch. Like, you're fine, right? That's what you're always telling us, like... <laughs> I don't know. That's the message. Like, oh yeah, I I can just spend whatever I want because I'll just make it back. And I'm like, that's cool. So drop those fucking prices. You'll just get that money back. Chill. It really drives me crazy. It's it's just very irksome for me personally. Okay, I have a severe problem with that part of it. Okay, and then the retreats are. I don't know because I just feel like the retreats are a big money-making scheme <laughs> I don't know maybe it's just me being poor maybe it's just me not being able to um, travel I don't have the money for traveling to these really ultra spiritual fucking places okay um, <laughs> I don't have money for flights or anything like that I don't have money for lodging um I don't have extra money for food I I, I don't have I don't have money I don't have extra money so like I don't know just every part of it is just it's a lot it's a lot and then I feel like having it like that where you do these retreats you are calling upon a certain kind of person Um, a certain kind of person, a certain kind of person. Okay, so, <laughs> um, you have, <laughs> and if you look at the retreats, like, you'll, it'll be hard to find colored people. Okay. Um, a lot of rich white people going to these retreats who have, issues that they're trying to solve and I'm not making fun of that part I'm just saying I feel like the retreats are very fucking predatory inherently so I don't know 
I got a problem with those. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know. These retreats. And this is every retreat. I don't know every retreat. So I cannot speak on every retreat. And I clearly haven't been to any. So I can't speak from knowledge. Again, grain of salt. But <laughs> I mean, you've seen enough things where you're like, you guys are doing these weird ass, like, healing techniques for what and and I'm thinking it's just to have an experience that you can't like if if you do shit that actually like I call it performative okay <laughs> it's performative healing and if you don't do this performative healing then people will look at the retreat and be like I could have just done this from home why would you have this whole expensive retreat for me to just sit here and meditate and um, write and talk things out with you. You know what I mean? But, like, literally that's all you need. You don't need to fucking drown in a pool by force from some people. And, like, I don't know. Just, like I said, a lot of this shit is just very performative. Like, you don't have to do this extra shit. Because I feel like the stuff I've seen... It's just extra. You know? Like, oh, let's do these sacred dances. Or, like, I don't know. It's a lot of stuff. And again, I truly, truly don't actually know what goes on there. But it's just... Doesn't... If you're doing stuff like that, I, I find it weird because you don't need to like you don't need to um and if you're not then that's fine like i i don't think there's anything wrong with going to retreat to a retreat where it is more simpler things but you're just connected with people and you're like in a spot that can help you relax and unlock from or walk away from like the daily grind and everything like that I, I feel like there's something to be said for that I feel like that's grounding and that can very much be helpful and move you along your journey but just doing like this extra shit is like really weird and unneeded I don't know that's my point of view um so yes she does retreats <laughs> um excuse me oh my reflux okay uh i'm trying to remember what i was talking about with her she does these retreats and um i guess that's pretty much what the documentary is about this retreat that she has and what's going on there did she i wonder if she talked about why she wanted to do this documentary and my guess is for money because she wanted to keep this going but she was having a hard time I guess with legal issues too um financially keeping this running um because I just I, I don't know I don't know why she would do um this documentary and that's such a huge risk and that was the other thing I was like I really hope that if she like obviously she agreed to do this documentary Probably to get money, probably to also clear her name, in hopes of clearing her name. I'm sorry, I gotta take a jump. <laughs> Never too far away. 
Um. Again, I lost my place. She. <laughs> she wanted to clear her name and get money, but I was like, um. I really hope that she also had her cam, her own camera crew. And um, so anything that they record, any scenes that they show, she has her own. Like, well, this is my own footage. If I ever do a documentary one day, I will have to have that. I don't trust other people like that. No, nope, not filmmakers, <laughs> not people trying to make a story. Nope. Uh, no. Uh, but I'm guessing she didn't. That's unfortunate. It would have been wise to do that. Um, but for all I know, this is a very accurate fucking documentary. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. So she's doing this documentary. And, um, we just kind of get to see, I guess, the inner workings a little bit. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of confused what the point of it was, to be honest. Um, because if, 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 I don't know if it was to show the inner workings, but, or, or like what happens at these retreats and how gifted she is and her, her, her gifts, her healing that she does, whatever, you know, um, because it just kind of ended up showing more of like her just being manipulative that was the the heart of the documentary oh my dry fucking skin that was the heart of the documentary and <laughs> so it kind of comes off as a little pointless to me um but very dramatic very entertaining very very entertaining so yeah we we learn about her we get the whole setup of the basis of everything we meet Blake that's a whole fucked up uh relationship where she's like yeah we weren't good together romantically but she never explains why and she doesn't have to but I was curious <laughs> and she never explained why they didn't get on romantically but they were still very romantically linked um he's like feeling on her and like i love you you're so beautiful um basically that's still his number one it has been for like nearly 20 fucking years and he has not had a life he has not done anything he is just devoted to this woman which in of itself again this is what makes me think that 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 documentary is probably right on point because i'm like that's fucking weird i would feel uncomfortable with that personally i would be like you know you i i would force him to go find his own life in his own way 100 i'm like we're not together i feel like i'm holding you back you need to go get away from me literally i would i have done it like no that's weird to be like i I'm not in love with you, but I'm going to keep you around and you have to devote your entire life to me. Like, it's not even like, <laughs> it's not even like normal or like, yeah, work with me. And we're still friends. She's like, yeah, you can't have a life outside of this. You can't be 
not Team Teal Swan. This is my mission. You are on board. No babies, <laughs> no family, no wife, nothing. Like, that's weird. Babe, that's weird. Um, and yeah. So, and I hope y'all watch it because I'm doing a terrible job at recapping. But it was just so much, so many things. It was just so fascinating to me. I was glued to the screen. So, speaking of these non-negotiables, I don't, the thing is, you can't edit that part. <laughs> That's fucking weird. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but baby girl, what? The non-negotiables? The non-negotiables are rules that they have um, to be in this inner circle of Teal Swan. And she is a fucking god, okay? Oh, I forgot. We have to get into this one scene that really stuck out to me. But yes, she's a fucking god and like, she's on this mission and everybody has to bend to her wheel will and everything she says goes and you can't, <laughs> you can't have a family, you can't have a life, you can't have uh, spouses because what if it interferes with her work? I just find it fascinating. I just find it really fascinating. Like, whoa, what a life. Like, it's, sh okay, that's shitty. Real talk, that's shitty as fuck. But I'm just thinking from her point of view, how awesome. I would love that. I would love that. I would love that to just be like, yeah, I'm in charge. Everybody does what I say. And it's just, <laughs> you guys can't have kids because I find kids annoying. I don't want, I don't want crying babies. Like I have to say, at least in my experience, the babies are never the issue. It's, it's fucking <laughs> anything beyond that. Everything beyond that is a fucking issue, not babies. But yeah, it just be like, I don't, I don't want you guys. <laughs> like, what? Where's the line? I don't want you guys to have families because, because that would interfere with my schedule. I don't want you guys to eat because I don't want to hear that sound of chewing. Just don't eat. Like that's gross. Don't do that. <laughs> when you breathe. <laughs> It makes this really annoying sound. Don't breathe, okay? That's that's a world. That's a world that you know. A little bit jealous of, I have to say. Like I, I don't have the heart to actually pull that off. I could never. But like, if I could, what peace you must find. Although I feel like. The ultimate, like, gotcha is that you have to be so at peace, with, so not at peace with yourself to even have it that way and do that to other people and not even give a fuck. She just, you, she has no fucks to give. She don't care. It's her way or no way. Um. 
so yeah <laughs> there's this scene in the beginning first episode where a guy goes to her retreat or is that her retreat they're all together and he's like you know i guess he's just questioning shit really he's like why why should i like there's no one above you that makes me uncomfortable because you know think of all these spiritual leaders who didn't have anyone above them and they were were um corrupted they were corrupting corruptible corruption <laughs> they ended up being pieces of shit you know they abused their powers um and was just very abusive and he named out some people he's like yeah you know basically he's just kind of like i want to check some balance here where is that and she's like how dare you question me you little bitch no she didn't say that but that was her energy like how dare you question me i don't need anybody above me i am that bitch don't you ever fucking step into my house and question who the fuck I am. Like, again, not her exact words, but 100% her energy. She wasn't having that. She's like, why are you, don't question me. There's no one above me, as it should be, and uh, you just listen to me. Which was wild to me. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, because... I don't know. I'm more in the business of fucking question everybody, question everything. Question me, question yourself, question literally everybody at all times, everything at all times. How else will you know what is real, what you feel, what is, what reson <clears throat> resonates with you if you're not doing that, you know what I mean? Um, there's nothing bad about questioning somebody. Or even disagreeing with them. And that was the other thing too. There was like a... Was it a guy? I think it was a guy. Because the guys be questioning shit. <laughs> and maybe that's why she had an issue. She's like, all these women just... Yes, they following me. But why the men stepping up? Uh, and there was some other guy who was just like... Fuck. What was he saying? What was, what, what did he say? God, I can't fucking remember it, but he was questioning her too and was like, no, he said, I, I'm not going to take everything that you say as word. You know, like, I, I agree with some of what you say. Some of what you say is helpful, but not everything. I'm not taking everything you say as bond. Like, you know, fair, fair, as everybody should do with, like, everybody. Like, you take what resonates, leave the rest, 100%, and she did not like that shit at all. <laughs> she did not like that. She did not take to that. Anytime someone pushes back against her, she has a real fucking issue, and you can feel it. You can feel that energy of hers just kind of, like, do, fuck you, you know, and I feel like, um, someone maybe who isn't a cult leader and isn't manipulative um someone who isn't narcissistic uh might not have that reaction to being questioned or being told that they don't agree with everything that the person's saying you know what i mean because i feel like that's a very natural 
they need to happen. <laughs> Why did it fade? Like crazy, crazy, crazy. Um. Yeah, yeah. So we do. I'm glad we do get to see some people pushing back. And there is there is one woman who um also was like, "Fuck you and fuck this whole process." Excuse me. My life hasn't gotten better. I felt I felt so fucking terrible for that woman because I, I I don't know, it's hard because I'm like on the one hand, how many of us in spirituality hasn't like felt like yeah, shit has just gotten so much worse and it hasn't really it's just that you see things more. Like you can't be in denial anymore and that's really fucking hard to it's fucking hard to face shit and feel shit and live in tough moments you know authentically like it's really really hard to do that it's a lot easier to like do what you did before and like sweep shit away and brush it under the rug and like tuck it deep down and like act like it didn't happen and be like no I'm crazy gaslight your fucking self right like that's so much easier you live a much more brighter world that way in, in one way you know but in another way it's not so I'm like I feel that I just don't know how true <laughs> well let me finish this with this girl I felt that and I was like I'm not sure what it is but I'm gonna take her at her word that that she's not having a good time you know things are getting worse and what was super fucked up to me was that Teal wasn't at any point like fuck she wants to kill herself and things are being made worse how do I comfort her how do I make her feel better like that was the way I was feeling like how I, I wanted to comfort her. I wanted to be there for her and talk to her and like, I don't know, just talk things out a bit and, and kind of go through her feelings and Till was like, this will look terrible for me. And she was, this is the thing, she's constantly talking about how things affect her, not anybody else. There was never a discussion on how this girl is dealing and feeling and, and, and how she's going to get better. She was just worried about how it affects her. And that really bothered me a lot. Like, that wasn't funny to me. That was just like, you're really fucked up. That's disgusting. This girl wants to fucking die. And it's because of you. And you have no feelings on that. That's whack. Again, that could be editing. I don't know. But that stuck out a lot to me. Um, What else? What else? What else? So much shit. I swear to God, the whole documentary not a single minute not interesting to me um fuck what was I saying before was I gonna talk about the suicide stuff I don't know but I will the suicide stuff <sighs> I find that I don't I, I didn't have a super opinion on it because I was like I don't know exactly what she's saying um I could have just missed it. Like, they could have actually played it and I missed it. I don't really know. Because, I, you know, there's not one thing in, the, in this entire world that I'm watching from point A to point Z. And um, I've caught every single second of it. 
<clears throat> so I could have missed when she what exactly she said about suicide, but I didn't find it to be particular from what I did hear um, or caught like it didn't seem to be particularly bad. Her telling people to go kill themselves, that shit, no, uh, don't do that. Her view on suicide. And I feel like, you know, honestly, that's kind of the thing. It's not so much her views on, like, I don't know. The documentary wasn't talking about or bad-mouthing her abilities. I did not see that her abilities were fake or, or she was given, like, bad information or just, like, really terrible, terrible advice or anything like that. Like, it seemed like that was fine. Again, I have not watched her. I don't know. This is entirely based off the documentary. But, it seems like it's more of a her problem. Just who she is on the inside. She says that she's dealt with her shadow. Her sh She's done her shadow work. It does not look like she's done her shadow work. I'm sure she's done some. I'm sure she's done a lot. Actually, another thing that stuck out to me, I'm remembering, is, um, I'm sorry, I don't know anybody's name besides Tailswan and Blake, okay? <laughs> but there was, like, the bigger lady who kind of, I guess she works there? I don't know. But she was saying that, um, that's the thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> she was saying how she, she didn't fully deal with her trauma like she dealt with some of it and when they were asking more questions about what happened she was like I don't know um there was just some things I didn't need to know and I'm like you left it at that that's not how we doing it okay <laughs> like that's that's not how we doing it and like it's that's fine if on your own on your own you're like I'm gonna heal I'm gonna heal this I'm not ready for this that's fine that's fine but i'm just like for something like this with this big i don't know i don't know just the way that she's pressuring people so much and really pushing people it seems to be a very intense um <laughs> retreat and healing process that she pushes people through i'm not understanding why you wouldn't finish the work and then you would have someone who hasn't finished their work not that it's ever something to finish like I'm, you know whatever but <laughs> it's never ending so like okay <laughs> bad argument but like I don't know just something so important like that like your your parents abused you um, and was abusing children and you didn't want to dive into that like no nobody ever wants to dive into that more Okay, fair, but that's important to break through. Like, you can't fucking move on and actually heal if you're not dealing with that and no understanding and what exactly was going on. You know what I mean? Like, I guess that's my point. Like, you don't have to heal everything and there's n healing is never ending anyway. 
But, like, that's just the core of it. That's the fucking beginning. That's the fucking foundation. You have to get the foundation. <laughs> you can't have it. Like, <laughs> you gotta finish it. That, yeah, I found that weird. And I, then that makes me think maybe that's exactly what happened with Teal. She was doing her work and she was like, okay, this is good enough. I don't want to look further. And when she's not dealing with shit, like, you still got a lot of issues, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> I feel bad for laughing at it, but I'm, I guess I'm like, I'm understanding that this is edited. There's a little bit of caricature here, and I'm laughing at that. In the situation in general, but, you know, like, real talk, getting down to it, like, if she, that is really her, like, that's a fucking problem. And it's not, I'm not even saying, like, you can't lead people, but, I don't know, just fix yourself, stop, I guess, controlling other people's lives when you haven't gotten yours in control yet. I guess that's kind of my point. Um, what else? There is one other thing, I swear to God, like, I keep thinking of it, and then I keep I don't fucking know. I can't remember. But <laughs> but the whole thing with um Blake and his wife. Like okay. Yeah, let's talk about that. So again, editing. I know there was some editing there. When she had this whole fucking meeting with everybody and was dogging this girl out and just going at her hardcore, had the whole fucking team talking shit about this person. I, before, before Blake said anything, and I'm glad he did because I was getting really upset that he might not say something. <laughs> um... I was like, what is the point of this? How is this helpful to anything? Whether it's Juliana, whether it's Teal, like who, how is this helpful? How is this productive? And that, again, it's one of those things where I was like, I don't care what you say about editing, like that fucking happened, right? Like that happened, so... What was the point of that? Because you know the only reason to do that is to be a bitch. To be an asshole. To show her who's in charge. To have everybody turn against her. And she very she very well could have before. We all, like the scene before was her asking, um, Teal asking Juliana what would take her to leave. And I'm sure there was a whole lot of other questions too. Sure. I'm sure you fucking interrogated her. Sure. But I just... And I'm sure it wasn't like next day this happened either. I understand that. Okay? But it's just like, it's funny. Like, I don't know. You know that's how manipulative people work, right? Like, they put the groundwork in and then it'll come up much later. <laughs> You know, like it's not a quick turnaround. It's 
is gathering information and then using that information against you at some point and that's exactly what happened here so it doesn't really matter what the timetable is it doesn't really matter what else was said um and that's probably exactly why the documentary showed that because they saw that turnaround um it saw that flesh out um i don't know that's just very bothersome like what was the purpose what was the reason um i don't know that really bothered me because that was really a bully move 100 percent. that was so shitty and i'm like again here it comes i'm gonna talk about everything <laughs> i'm very highly questioning um like how do you know it's accurate how, okay so she's saying she's a mind reader how do i know you really read a mind you can just you're just saying shit the only people who know that is the people like not even teal it's the person who's saying like that she's against i guess whatever that she's saying she's reading their mind whatever she's saying only that person knows if that is accurate or not another person is not saying that it's accurate ever so does she really read minds i don't know but also <laughs> um the whole thing the whole the whole the thing <laughs> thing in the documentary where they are um, transferring the consciousness into these bodies um, which I'm not saying is it something that can't be done but I'm just like how you know that's true how do you know these people they're just saying they're just like oh yeah I felt like as when I was you had your mom in me like I felt like I was abusing I was gonna abuse your brother that I feel like that's what was going on and this poor person doesn't know and that's not something you can really confirm like if everybody either if people aren't actually alive or if they are really not gonna say you know how many people are gonna want to say that that happened there's no way to confirm that that's so shitty I feel like it's so fucking irresponsible and I feel like actually this kind of goes into something I was learning recently where um, I don't know some teachers feel like whatever information you get you should share whether you know it's really fucked up news or not and I feel like you know maybe see first like you not everybody needs to know everything all of the time at any given moment you know what I mean like and also, how the fuck do you know? I, like, I understand <laughs> you might get a message and you just know. But it's like, I don't know. How can anyone truly check that and know that it's real? Know that that's true? That would be my number one question. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to question your fucking powers. Sorry. Sorry about it. But yeah, I should be able to. You telling me some fucked up shit. How do I know that's true? How do I know that's real? That's not something you should be telling anybody unless they can verify or like it's something they within themselves know to be true. Which 
to me, I feel like that's what healing is all about. That's what helping people heal is like you you already know the fucking truth. You know what's inside of you. You're on the precipice, but you can't fucking face it yet. So when I tell you the words, you're gonna be you're gonna fucking know inside your heart it's already true because you already know it. You can't be telling people that their parents fucking abused your siblings and there's no way to fucking verify that. There's no <laughs> that's insane to me. That's really I want to say abusive. Like, it's abusive. Irresponsible. That's really irresponsible. I don't know. I didn't like that at all. The whole time I'm just like, how do you know? How would I know? How would I know that's real? How would I fucking know that? You just telling people <laughs> shit's happening. <laughs> There's no way to know that. You know? And then, there you go. Next part of the documentary is talking about how you know, she's saying that pretty much to everybody, telling everybody that their parents fucking abused them, and ain't nobody abused them. Baby, deal with your shit. <laughs> you know, deal with your shit. Stop projecting that onto other people. I, I don't know. It was just a wild fucking ride. It was really crazy. Um, yes. So Blake and Juliana. <laughs> As if there's a story I'm actually telling. Uh, they they leave after that. They leave after that confrontation. I'm really glad that they did. I was really worried about Blake because, and I guess this is what narcissists do though. She's sitting there saying that this dude is a fucking noodle. He's a fucking pussy. <laughs> so I was like, oh, maybe he is pussy. I mean, he's sitting around this woman. I feel like clearly he's in love with her and wants to be with her but you know that's not gonna happen and she's not gonna have it happen I'm pretty I don't know this to be true but I just really got the vibe that they were like they had a relationship they were fucking with each other but like there was no labeling of it she wanted to be free to do what she wanted I, I don't know I don't know that to be true in any kind of way and I could be very 100% way off um I would like to think that he wouldn't do that and then, you know, get a wife and still be fucking with her, but at the same time, <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, Juliana isn't bothered when you touch me. I love that. That's great. I'm like, that's weird. Why is he touching you? Mm -mm. No, no, thank you. Um, but yeah, they leave, thankfully. Him leaving, again, was just very fucking telling. Uh, the coldness, she was done with him. And he didn't do anything. Like, that's the thing. She keeps saying, oh, such a betrayal, such a betrayal. Bitch, he didn't do anything. He fell in love, and you were like, you can't have a life here. <laughs> you can't be devoted to me, a married bitch. What? So he left. Oh, and you were a fucking asshole to his wife. What? You were bullying his wife. Um. Yeah. He says goodbye to her. He's like, well, first of all, she tells him everything he is. Okay. <laughs> I, ah, uh, that was a lot. 
She's like, yeah, you're a piece of fucking shit. Once again, you're a fucking pussy. I fucking hate you. Get the fuck out my face. And he's like, I love you. He was so gentle, so sweet. He, like, touching her <laughs> like she loves, hugged her, and um, was just like, I love you. And left. And she was so fucking cold, nothing. No tears, no, it wasn't even sadness in her eyes, man. There was no fucking sadness. It was just hate. I was like, whoa. I, I'm gonna be really, really real. I've only seen those looks from narcissists. Only, because I'm like, let me tell you, if that were me, and not to say I wouldn't be like, oh, I fucking hate you. Because we all get in our moments where we're in our bullshit, right? We can't see how we have played a huge part in some downfall, right? So you're like, from where I'm sitting, fuck you. Fuck your mama, get out of my fucking house. Yeah, okay, we've all been there. But if I love you, I'm going to fucking die inside. I'm going to fucking die inside. I'll tell you right now, there was, like, I... I know myself, I'd be trying so hard to pass off what she was what she did give. I'd be trying so hard to get to that level, but I would be crying, dying inside, inside, dead, 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 and just like tears streaming down my face, trying to act like, <laughs> that's my move, I was like, I'm not crying, this is totally fine, I hate you, but like, I'm dying, and I'll be crying, like heartbroken, like, and I could never leave something off like that. Especially a 20-year relationship. I will not, like, no. I'll be like, I love you too. I mean, honestly, I would probably break down and have a really fucking real conversation about my feelings. I'm pussy. I'm like, I could never, I could never <laughs> sit there and hold up this, like, I'm just really angry. But no, I have feelings, you know? Like, I have feelings, and I would talk about my feelings, and I'd break down and be like, okay, like, I love you, and this sucks, and honestly, I'd be like, how can we make it better? Because I don't want this. And, you know, I will go down a whole different route than she went. She was just cold. Like, oh my god, I never... Like, I want to be like, I've never seen anything like it. I feel like I've never seen anything to that degree. That was impressive, almost. Like, fuck. Like, I don't know. The narcissists, I know, they do that. They do do that. But, I don't know. It's just not as strong. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just not as strong. And, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, whoa, that was a lot that's a lot that's a lot that's a very heavy moment that's something that's very emotional this is someone who saved your life he's been ride or die for fucking 20 years right by your side anything you want anytime you want it fucking done anything for you to you has devoted his fucking life to you and your cause <laughs> she said bye bitch wow that told me everything I needed to know right then. Insane. Wow. Um, so yes. 
and watching this documentary, I'm like, 100% you're a cult leader, 100% you're a narcissist. Um, but I'm like, I again, I'm like, I always gotta take it with a big grain of salt because I don't fucking know. I don't know her. I don't know Blake. I don't know Juliana. I don't know any of the people there. I've never watched her videos. I'm not connected to her in any kind of way. So I don't fucking know. All I know is this documentary, but whoa. <laughs> whoa, did it convince me? It is quite convincing. Uh, yeah, there's just some shit in there. Like, I... I do that I do try to do this with every documentary I watch and especially if it's about a specific person where I'm just like what could be fake what could be bullshit what could be edited and then there's just some things that I'm like even alone just that alone that's pretty bad <laughs> and there was a lot of them those moments in this documentary where it's like that alone that on principle Ooh, just that scene, that look, goddamn. <sighs> Babe, it's a lot. So, I don't know, I found the documentary really entertaining, very interesting. Um, ooh, just a, a lot, a lot going on there. Um, but, I don't know, I don't, I don't even want to be like, it's a fun watch, it's just really interesting. Like you, you can you can learn a thing or two. <laughs> you can learn a thing or two about what narcissism looks like. For one, honestly, um, and what the spiritual community can be like too, because that's the scary thing. I feel like a lot of people can just dive fucking headfirst into <sighs> these idols and just I don't know. I, uh, I don't want to come off holier than thou, you know what I mean? So that's why I'm kind of like hesitant to say anything, but I just wish people would, <laughs> let me go further into it anyway, <laughs> but I wish people would just kind of be more mindful that, you know, everybody is human, nobody's perfect, and just don't put people on a fucking pedestal. Don't do that with anybody. Like, nobody should be on a pedestal. No human being should be on a pedestal. Because we are all fallible. Uh, we're imperfect. We are learning. We are healing. We are in the middle of our journey. I feel like if you just keep that in mind, for everybody, 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 like pop stars movie star any fucking celebrity um <laughs> i guess celebrity in any field because i'm like yeah there's the celebrity in like the spiritual world the idols there but that's in like every uh corner i don't know i can't think of a fucking word <laughs> every group of whatever you know there's those celebrities and it's like just keep in mind like there are no idols these are not perfect people they they don't have it figured out they have some things figured out that's what you need to listen to the shit that they have figured out but like they don't have it all figured out <laughs> they're not I, I don't know I don't want to be like they're not all good people I feel like it's you can't say that about anybody I mean of course there's going to be people who 
like, I don't know, Fred Rogers is a good person or was a good person. And then there's like really evil people that are like, that's a really evil person. But, you know, 99.9% .9 of the population of human beings are, we're all on this sliding scale of shittiness. <laughs> and so like, there's going to be good, there's going to be bad and, and you got to take it all. You know what I mean? Or understand, I guess, understand that we are all encompassing of, of everything good, everything bad, and take the good and, and keep in mind that there's bad, I guess, kind of. Like, don't idolize people. They're all shitty. <laughs> they're shitty. They're good too, but they're shitty. So, I don't know. That's, uh... That's my uh, very chaotic all over the place thoughts on the Teal Swan documentary, The Deep End. Is that what it's called? Yeah, you know, it's on Hulu. So definitely watch it. It's really good, though. That was a good documentary. And uh, that's all I have for you guys today. If you guys have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can email me. Like, I don't know why I always forget. <laughs> you can email me at themishwash at gmail.com. And you can catch me on Instagram. And you can catch me on um, TikTok at official mishmash. And uh, I'll catch you guys later. I love you. Bye.